43. Will frantically felt around the door for a light for the larger expanse of the warehouse, but spending more than a few seconds at this would be foolishness. He moved forward in the darkness, no glow-in-the-dark mystic blood trail guiding him to the executioner. He tried to turn on the psychic gun sight, tried to see in the dark, tried to have a vision of some sort. Nothing. Why would whatever this preternatural stuff was abandon him now in this most dangerous of moments? He would have to rely on his regular five senses. He crouched, listened, shuffling at the far end of the warehouse. Staying low, the magnum at the ready, Will moved down the central aisle. Will Castleton a voice said in the echoey shadows. Will didn't answer, tried to lock on to the location of the executioner's voice. The acoustics of the huge warehouse didn't help. Neither did the rain pattering on the roof. What are you, Will Castleton? Thunder rolled. Will crept farther down the aisle. It sounded like the executioner was in the southeastern corner of the warehouse. The truth is, you scare me and I'm not used to that. I think you could be the one to catch me. I didn't see you coming. Will ducked down an intersection in the towering shelves. He still had a ways to go before he would have a straight shot at the origin point of the voice, and he wasn't sure at all he'd be able to narrow in on it, no matter how close he got in the dark. And I still don't see you. I don't have a bead on you. This is rather fascinating. Will continued down the aisle. Was it possible the executioner was talking from above, that he'd climbed the shelves? It might be interesting to sit and talk some day. I'd like to know how you became what you are. You'd probably be fascinated by my story as well. We shall see and we shall see. Will looked up. The gun pointed the direction he was viewing. He saw nothing but shadows. He kept moving almost to the corner of the warehouse now. The sirens were almost directly outside now at the other end of the warehouse, making anything he heard in the warehouse unreliable. The rain sounded like a hail of bullets trying to puncture the warehouse roof. Say one more word, Will said, and I'll have you. I'll say five, the executioner said from the shadows on the shelves far above Will. Here they are. Goodbye for now, Mr. Castleton. Thunder crashed and it was as if the sound had weight, flattening Will to the concrete floor. One of the executioner's boots landed atop Will's head, the other on his shoulder as he leapt from above. Will screamed, swore. The magnum went flying. The warehouse lights came on, the sudden glare adding to the confusion of Will's senses. The executioner was standing again already, savagely stomping on Will's neck and torso, kicking at his side, his groin, his head. All Will could do was lie in a fetal position, trying to anticipate the next stomp, the next kick, trying to steal himself, trying to lessen the damage. The executioner suddenly stopped his assault. He stood, looking down at Will. I expect dreams and visions, the executioner said. There was a door to the outside at this corner. The executioner left through it, leaving Will groaning, only half-conscious from the pain and blows to the head as police stormed into the building.